we're recording. Hello, everyone. Episode 11. Right? It is yep. episode 11, 11, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. Episode 10 last week. So if you didn't hear our Q&A, go listen to that. That was a fun episode. But I was like, okay, 10 episodes. Cool. We've got some skin in the game. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, wait, that means we recorded for 10 solid weeks. I know. Like almost a few months. Like that's weird. I know. I was thinking about that the other day too. I was like, wow, we've been, this is like over two months, almost three months of yes, doing like this. traction. Mm-hmm. And we prepped longer than that. Like we were prepping the podcast before we started releasing episodes. Mm-hmm. So it's been quite a few months in the making. Um, Cause 10 like doesn't seem like a lot. And then I'm like, wait, that's every week. Like, yeah. that's awesome. So anyways, we're very excited about that. Episode 11 is a little like non-traditional. Um, I texted Maggie and I said, I kind of want to do something like random that I've been thinking about lately. And you'll see where it ties into wellness and more so your mental health probably, but setting yourself up for successful things within your everyday routine. And that was talking about our homes, the spaces that we live in and how how those can kind of like contribute to those feelings or keeping a stable mood. I don't know. My home is like everything, especially this past year being in it so much more, right? Yes, definitely. I really like this topic because I feel like it is 100% prevention, right? It's preventative. It's like, how do we live in a healthy way all the time? You know, instead of like, oh, I'm feeling bad. What do I do now? Right. It's 100% Mm -hmm. preventative. And I love that because that is like all everything that I teach. But um, yeah, when you were like, let's talk about our spaces. And I just want to preface this by saying I am no expert whatsoever. I am terrible at decorating. I cannot see spaces visually whatsoever. Um, But I definitely do have, you know, some things that have helped me with this as well. And do you know what you like though? Like if someone like brought you a board of like, hey, here's how the room's going to feel like a designer, basically. Like, would you be like, okay, I know I like that. Yes. Okay. Yep. I get it. Just putting it together. And I'm the opposite in the sense that I have always been fascinated by rooms and design. And I am no expert. And I also don't own a home yet, which we'll get into really quick. Um, I don't own my home yet. So I've been living in apartments the past, I don't know, five, six years. And you don't want to invest a lot of money in a rental property. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of like budget-friendly tips, especially to anybody can do budget-friendly. I'm sure I'll do that in my home one day too. But especially moving from apartments to apartments, it's important that it feels cozy and grounding and peaceful to me, but also I don't want to sink a bunch of money into these spaces until I own a home that I'm going to live in for 20, 30 years, hopefully. Um, So anyways, Maggie, let's get into this. Yeah. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, kind of what you just said. So I am living in the first home that I own, um, which is very exciting. Um, exciting. It's still exciting. However, before that, I was also, you know, I moved a lot, a lot of different places, a lot of places that, you know, just weren't, I wasn't there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I never invested in decorating a space. In fact, none of my spaces have ever like looked cohesive at all. Um, And it really makes, it made me not interested in being there. Mm -hmm. So when I was there, it was very tough because it didn't feel like a home. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't feel like home. And I, for me personally, 
when, now that I am starting to like curate a space that I love in my home, I can really tell a difference. And I wish that I spent just a little bit more time and energy, like making those spaces before this one a little bit more me, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, do you think, um, so I have two questions for you. One is, do you think that a home can be pretty reflective on a person? 100%. I think so too. I, I really do. I think that not fully, of course, but I think your home tells a little bit of your story and what you're about and what kind of lifestyle um, you live. And so my next question for you, I'm really curious and we're probably going to talk the most about it depending on your answer. And my answer is what room in your home is like your sanctuary, your most special space that you kind of just um, value and appreciate the most or maybe where you spend your most time? Hmm. This is a interesting question. I, I feel like each space has its own purpose. And previously I didn't understand the value of that. And, um, especially once Cosmos and I started living together, we started to realize how important it was for each space to kind of have their own purpose. Um, So I wouldn't say that I have one space that is like the most valuable to me because I feel like all of them are for different things and like different parts of the day. I like that. And I do believe that's true. I was just curious if there was one space in your home that you were like, this is my like, I don't know, where you just find yourself the most. Like mine would either be my living room or my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Both are very calm, cozy places. Um, so I tend to want to spend more of my time mainly in the living room, which I think is probably what most people <laughs> like the main living space of your house. Um, so I was just curious if there was yeah. one room that you were like, this is my place. I definitely find myself most in my office or in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like kind of the opposite rooms of you, which yes. is funny, but I think it's like the way that my house is set up. So, um, Cosmos and I have set a boundary on our bedroom that we don't do anything in there besides, you know, sleep and, you know, Love other it. things, um, but we don't hang out in there. The door is almost always closed. Um, because I just find for me personally, and I don't know if you experience this, but when I start to do other things in the bedroom, whether it's like work or, you know, um, mostly work, because that's really like what I spend. TV, do you have a television in your bedroom? Yeah, TV. No, I don't have a television in my bedroom. So if it were like watching TV, doing work, something like that in the bedroom, it really has inhibited my ability to sleep mm-hmm. because I haven't, you know, I didn't like let my body know that this is the place where I sleep. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the place where I do whatever. And I really used to struggle with sleeping. And ever since kind of, you know, saving that space for sleeping, I don't have that problem anymore. Mm-hmm. I like that. And actually if I, um, Tim loves a TV in the bedroom, if it was my choice and I didn't have to compromise with another human being, I would not have a TV in my bedroom. I think it's mm-hmm. really important that your bedroom is intended for sleep and just total relaxation, lots of books, lots of dim lighting. Like I think that's important. But I want to start in our offices, mainly because that's where we both are right now recording this podcast. (laughs) Um, I didn't always have an office. This is like a luxury for me now. Um, So like I said, throughout college and getting my master's, you stay in apartments, like you have roommates. And then sometimes you'll, you know, I lived alone for a little while in an apartment. And now I have a partner that we've lived together for a couple of years. And so all my places 
have always had a different thing going on. So when I was in college, it was a little more femininely decorated, you know, a lot of pink and fun and awesome things um, during college. And then when I lived alone, it was the first time that I realized um, or it hit me that this doesn't feel like home. I don't feel safe here. I don't feel comfortable here. And I was seeing a therapist at the time who I was describing how I couldn't sleep. And I was just like kind of out of sorts in my place. And she said, well, what's it like? Is it reflective of you? Do you love the space? And I never really thought about it like that. And I said, well, no, but I don't have a large budget. Like I'm in college living alone, paying rent by myself for the first time. You can't always afford a place that you're like crazy obsessed with and decorated the way you want to. So that's what we're going to get into in a little while is like some budget friendly ways to make it feel a little cozier to you and little things you can do. Um, because that's what I had to do. I had to at least make that first place on my own feel a little more me. Mm -hmm. But now the reason why I wanted to start in our offices, because I'm looking at Maggie's office and she's in my office. I now have lived um, or I am living in a two bedroom apartment, which is really beautiful and nice. And I feel very fortunate to have an office space like that feels I feel very grateful to have that. So I wanted to start in here because I too spend, especially lately, a lot of time in this office. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go first or do you want me to share a little bit about mine? Yeah, I can go first. Um, yeah. So also for me, this is the first time I've ever had like a dedicated office space, you know, and for the first probably six, at least six months, I can't remember exactly how long, but at least six months of living in this house. Um, I wasn't using this as my office. I had intended to, but I like didn't, it was kind of going back to the like never um, setting anything up, you know, in my house the way I like it type of thing. Um, so now that I'm in here, it is so oh, it's very nice to have a space for work, right? Mm -hmm. And when you can't, someone's here, my dogs are barking. <laughs> um, oh no, it's the UPS man. Um, <laughs> but for me, like, even when you don't have a dedicated space to do your work, I would suggest like try to make it like its own area as much as possible, mm -hmm. right? Whether like you have a desk in your bedroom, like thinking about college, right? Trying to like just make it its own area as much as possible. But some of the things I love about this space the most are my plants. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I feel like plants are a really budget friendly way to make your space feel more alive. Mm -hmm. um, and if you- Ooh, no pun intended. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did not intend to do that. But and if you're not good with um, keeping plants alive, you could even go with fake plants. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like the green and the life really, at least for me personally, because that's my style, right? It's like everything is very cool tones, blue, white, gray, and then plants like that's it. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. I just feel like, like they just make me happy. You know, it's just like, oh, I like that like living thing in my office. I love it. Like it just makes me happy. And that makes me happy. Here we are getting weird. That makes me happy that your only reasoning for having it is that it makes you happy. Mm -hmm. That's it. It has nothing to do with like, oh, I was going with this design concept. So I wanted to have this or this or this, like they make you happy. Therefore they're in your office. And I love that. Yeah. My office, um, now that I have one is very, like I said, I'm still not investing a lot of money. So it's really simple touches that I did. But for example, on my desk that I'm looking at right now, I have a really nice, um, desktop computer monitor. What are those called? Yeah, sure. Monitor. Sure. <laughs> we were given a Mac, um, like computer thing. So oh, I, wow. 
which was so nice. Like what a nice thing to just be gifted, not gifted. They weren't using it. Anyways, long story short. Um, so this stays on the desk, which I've never had before. I always just had a laptop. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, my desk needs to feel cohesive with this computer now. So little simple touches that I added that make me happy is I have a little bit of dried lavender, which is literally a dollar at the store. It lasts months and months and months. I used to get fresh flowers sometimes, but it is not cost effective. They die it's in a not. week yep. and they just don't work out. So what I do now, I have... Um, I feel very sustainable saying this, but I go to this juice bar um, in my area and for a dollar more, you can get a glass jar for your juice instead of plastic. So I do the dollar. I think it's awesome. And you can bring it back to um, have them refill it again and you get a dollar off. I, however, keep those glass jars that I pay a dollar for and I put dried lavender in them. So that's super affordable way to bring something you love. Dried lavender lasts months and months. And then I will, depending on the season, I have now, instead of doing fresh flowers, I have been cutting down branches or flowers from outside and putting them in a jar. That's, yes, just yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Even winter, even in the winter, we have a few, um, Lord knows what they're called. I have no idea, but whatever the tree is, it keeps its greenery in the winter time. (laughs) And so I cut it down, I put it in a jar. And then when it like right now, spring, we have some beautiful pink flowers outside or these, um, yellow ones. Clearly I am not an expert in the flower department (laughs) because I'm just saying pink or yellow flowers. I cut them down from outside and I put them in the jar. Another like little touch is I love um, some of your favorite photos in a beautiful frame. So find a really cool frame that you like either at like an antique store or a thrift store or even Target actually has really beautiful frames, like different looking ones. Put some of your favorite photos in there. And those are like the personal touches in my office that make it feel very um, me mm. and special. And they don't have to cost you a lot of money. And one other thing I'll say, I do have crystals. I still am learning about crystals. I'm not sure, you know, how woo-woo-y I'm going to get with them. But I do have my ones that are more like higher vibrational crystals, like my clear quartz and whatnot in here with a little bit of Palo Santo, like just more inspirational, uplifting things. In my office, I tried to be really intentional about um bringing those in here because this is a place where I want to feel energy. I want to feel motivated. I want to feel inspired versus my bedroom and living room that are all about like grounding, calm, peaceful places. Mm, Yeah. I really like that distinction that you're making with the spaces and like looking around for me too. Yeah. It's like things that are in here are things that, you know, are going to inspire me to be creative or think, or, you know, learn something new. Like I have a bunch of books over here. I have a certification I'm working on. I have my college diploma. I have some photos, um, a candle. Um, And the other thing I was thinking of most of my house actually we just bought our first piece of new furniture for our house, which is we bought a new mattress and every single other thing in our house is, was either given to us or bought on Facebook marketplace. And I, for me personally, like as I am going through and, you know, replacing pieces to feel more like me and, you know, get the one that I want. Mm -hmm. Um, 
don't close yourself off to finding things in non-traditional ways, right? Like, I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in like, well, the only way I can get decorations for my apartment is by going and buying them, right? And that's not true. Like, maybe you just start to have a conversation with someone and they're like, oh my gosh, like I have way too much stuff in my house. Like, take whatever you want. Who knows what's going to happen? Best day of my life when that happens. Yeah. And like, you just, you just never know when that's going to happen. So like always be open to accepting the things that you want Mm -hmm. in ways that you can't imagine them happening. You know, I used to be like that actually throughout college. And then when I had my first place, I was like, I kind of feel embarrassed saying it now because it sounds so like stereotypical, like basic things that I would do, like going into home goods and thinking I had to buy all my furniture, buy all the stuff. And now I'm like, gosh, I don't even like that style. I don't Mm -hmm. like that new style. I like a mix of woods and concrete and I'm really starting to get into like actual design features. And when I have a home one day, I'm so excited because I will, it will take me years and years and years to furnish it and do all the things I want to do because it costs money and time. But you do not think twice or I do not think twice if someone puts a desk out by the dumpster or a nightstand or this or that, like I am going over there to inspect it. It's funny because it's the end of the month. So people are moving out. There was a desk outside last night. I already have a desk. So I had no business going out there to see like by the dumpster, someone getting rid of their desk and it was sitting out in the rain. So I didn't take it, but I find some of my favorite things are from like thrift stores or um, yard sales. Find me at a yard sale with cash and I am ready to get things secondhand because that doesn't bother me. And honestly too, um, we're probably getting too far into like the design aspect is more than the mood aspect, but solid wood pieces that you can tell have like been through so much. I appreciate more as opposed to nowadays, it's really hard to find a real solid wood piece without paying a Mm -hmm. ton of money for them. So I am all about like getting them secondhand and they feel more special. Yep. A hundred percent. I'm actually looking around and there's not one thing in my office that I bought besides my computer, like everything. Really? Yeah. My, I, I have that. a second screen. My brother-in-law gave it to me. The desk and chair I'm sitting at, my other brother-in-law gave to me. Um, the couch is from Facebook Marketplace. My little table over here is from my neighbor who moved out. Um, I love it. It has a story yeah. and it looks beautiful. Thank you. Like you can't, I I really love that. Okay. So I'm happy we covered that. That's some like, I want to finish up the budget friendly section so we can kind of go into, because when I put things on Instagram, a lot of people wanted to know about how to make your face, your face, your place feel cozy and peaceful and very Zen, um, which I think we're going to get into probably with our bedroom and living room. Mm -hmm. So I want to finish up with some budget friendly things. So, because I think that's really important. So my biggest ones are vases that cost you nothing and put, you know, you can get them at the dollar store for a dollar or you can find them at, you know, uh, Goodwill or Salvation Army or yard sales. There's always vases out. Um, so dried lavender is one I love to put in there, cutting down branches from outside and just having some greenery. And then I would say candles is a huge one for me. So mm. I used to buy candles like, you know, 
just a candle. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's, candles are not budget friendly in my they opinion. They are not. <laughs> and I have learned what I do now is I buy a candle holder that I love. So I'm not buying, I'm not in the market for candle holders anymore. I already got them. Mm-hmm. Um, some were thrifted, some were from the store. It's a mixture of different ones. And then I go to Walmart and I get like, I don't know, the hundred pack of tea light candles for three dollars for a hundred of them and every night for the most part I light a new tea light and that's not the most sustainable way but believe me it saves a lot more than what I used to pay you know buying a ten dollar candle at a time but candles are really important to me at nighttime they really contribute to my mood and kind of my wind down routine. I love having candles. So now I do not buy new candles. I will only buy the unscented ones because uh, it wasn't really for the smell ever for me. It was really mm-hmm. just for the ambiance. So candle holder, buying the candles. And then it's really fun if people, um, I don't know, think about your family, like around Christmas time or whatever holiday you celebrate, what can I get you? What can I, you know, my family's always like, Meg, what do you want? What do you want? And I, um, I don't want anything from anyone. So now I'll say a candle because then I get a fun new scented candle from someone for a gift or a holiday. And I keep it really simple and affordable so that I can always have candles going on without breaking the bank. (laughs) That is such a creative way to do that. And I'm, I'm sure there are a million other ways that you also could have candles in your life without breaking the bank. You know what I mean? So it's like, just like to think outside the box a little bit. Yes. It took me a long time because I used to overbuy candles like crazy. Um, And I realized it's not about the smell. I don't really care about that. It's I love the dim lighting. So how can I do this in a way that I can light candles every single night without, you know, spending a ton of money on it? So those are my biggest things. Getting greenery from outside, faces, candles. I think those personal touches and then the photos, framed photos of some of your favorite things in a really pretty frame that you love is everything. I love that. Very budget friendly. Yeah. I'd say my biggest budget friendly things are um, talking to people and therefore welcoming things into your Mm -hmm. life in that way, like from other people. Um, That is, I have, I'm trying to think if I have ever, I don't, I bought two pieces of furniture for one of my apartments. I bought a new dresser and I bought a new like table and chairs. But other than that, I really don't think I've ever bought like anything I love that. that I've lived in, like in that way. And like, even just thinking about, you know, like all of my kitchen stuff now is new because I got married and like, it was gifted to me from my wedding registry. But before that it was all like, you know, from family members, from Cosmos and siblings, from whoever, you know? And so that is one thing for me that has helped a lot. Um, and the other thing is things that are reusable in a way. Right. So Mm -hmm. like, think like for me, like the first thing that comes to mind is a book, right? Because I'm going to buy a book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to learn from it. And then it's going to be pretty, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to like have its spot. Um, and I have all my books like, you know, color coordinated and like, I love that like a rainbow bookshelf and it like really brightens up the space, you know, with something that, so fun. yes, I did have to invest in that book, but it had so many purposes. Mm-hmm. And for me with books on the topic of that, I love that you said that I was actually going to forget about that. That's one piece of my house that really feels like me. Like I'm looking at my bookshelf in my office right now and just looking like each one of those books As much as I hated, well, some of them are thrifted. Some are um, thrifted books, but others are college or things that I bought for like self-development or improvement or whatever. And I'm looking at it right now, literally staring at them all. And I'm like, each one of those had a meaning. I was in a place where I needed something 
And that book served me at that time. And what I really do, hence the reason why I will purchase books, is because instead of renting them, I go back to them. Mm-hmm, I'm never too. fully done with a book. I go back through different books. So I, most people, I'm like, oh, you probably don't want to buy a book because it's just going to be wasted after that. But for me, it's really not a waste. Yep. And as soon I as I am done with it and I realize like, okay, I'm probably never going to go back to it. I donate it. Mm-hmm. I pay it on, forward. I give it to someone else um, that could benefit from it. And that's one of my favorite things about my space. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah, I completely agree with books. I like to buy them too, because even though I do have to spend money on the book and buy it, I go back to them as Mm -hmm. well. And I have found myself so many times, like it was so funny when Cosmos and I first started living together, he's like, why do you have all your college books? I'm like, because I actually do what I went to school for and I'm going to use them, you know, and I do use them. That's awesome. So I, it like serves so many purposes, you know, mm-hmm. because it makes me, it feels like I feel creative when I look at them. I'm like, oh, like maybe I should learn about this, you know? And, then and the like, rainbow oh, is. Look at this pretty, you know, it's so pretty. And yes, yeah, I'm like, sorry. It. I didn't mean to cut you off. The rainbow component of that is so cool. Yeah. I'll have to post a photo of it to the Instagram page. That'd be a good one for this coming week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Okay. So I feel like we covered a lot of like budget-friendly little touches. Clearly what Maggie and I are getting at for most of our space is that it just has to feel personal to you and it doesn't have to cost a ton of money. I love dim lighting, hence the candles. Maggie loves colorful books to brighten up her space, hence her bookshelf that's organized in that way. Like there's little things you can do to make your space feel very, um, calming and it can really uplift your mood. So the place I really want to talk about the most is probably bedroom and living room really Mm -hmm. quickly, just because I think that those are like my key places in my house. And yeah, so (laughs) let's start in the living room maybe. Okay. I find that there's a few things in my living room. This can be a quick um, section for me because I don't think there's much to it besides, like I said, um, some sort of greenery that I get from outside or dried lavender or there's even another type of um, like dried something. I don't know what it's called, so I'm really not being helpful right now. I don't even know why I'm sharing it, but it's like, it doesn't look like dried lavender, but it's the same concept okay. that I bought it for like $3 at the grocery store and it's been on my coffee table for six months mm-hmm. and I just love it. So keeping things that are easy and you can always change it out depending on the season is something that I really like to do. So bringing in different pieces of greenery into my living room. I always have a candle. There's always a book on my coffee table with the candle. And then I typically have um, crystals, like a couple grounding crystals in there, like a smoky quartz. And then, um, yeah, smoky quartz is in there. And yeah, it's just a really calm place for me is my living room. The other thing I have is throw blankets. I like really neutral throw blankets. I have one that's heavier, like a knitted blanket for if you want to cozy up, or I have a really lightweight one just on the back of my couch. And then pillows. This may come as like a weird, like why pillows, but I love the way that throw pillows look on a couch. I only have two. They're big and What I love about mine is that I actually bought the covers. They're like a 26 by 26. They're huge pillows. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I only have two. I don't really like the smaller ones. 
Um, but there are two that I bought covers for and they're, it's like a corduroy cream material from Amazon. It was like mm-hmm. two for 20 bucks or something like that. And I love it because they're covers. So if I ever get sick of the white, which I don't think I will, I like a really neutral home, but if I ever did, I can invest in another cover and then keep them because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you buy throw pillows that aren't changeable that you can't one, I don't like that. Cause then you can't wash them. I like to be able to throw it in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one aspect of it, the functionality, but two, depending on the season, I can switch out the colors if I want to, depending on my mood. Right. So yeah, I think that's kind of my living room is just a cozy, quiet, place that's really focused on just like relaxing at the end of the night. Yeah. I really like that. I like that pillow, um, little tip there. I currently don't have any throw pillows on my couch because our couch is also like old. It was, you know, uh, we bought it from someone type thing. Um, and we are actually in the process of like redoing our entire living room, um, Mm -hmm. when that becomes in the budget because it is expensive. Um, but that is definitely something that I'm going to have to do because I didn't really, you know, that's something that I don't really think about. So I feel like other people probably haven't thought about that too. Cause yes. that's like a long-term budget hack. And what grosses, and this is, it's really a personal preference that it grosses me out the pillows that you can't take the cover off. Mm. Like thinking of these rose pillows being on your couch for years, everybody's heads being on them and touching them and then not being able to throw them in the washing machine. It's probably just a personal thing, but it bothers me. So the covers work for functionality, but also that I'm not wasting them then. I'm not throwing out the pillows because they're not my style anymore, which is what I used to do. My homes in the past, I was very wasteful and I would buy something and then I wouldn't use it anymore. So I'd throw it out or I'd donate it. Um, but that gets one really expensive. It was silly and there's no like sustainability or functionality in it. Mm -hmm. So I've learned this. Don't think I just like knew this stuff. It's just because trial and error of so many different places. And I learned what I really like in my home and what I don't. Right. I feel like that is the biggest thing. Um, for me, I always used to struggle with being able to determine what I liked. Like I was, you know, really like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. But okay, Maggie, what do you like? You know? Mm-hmm. So now I've become much more comfortable with like, okay, my favorite color is blue. I like a very calm, like uh, cool tone home, blue, white, gray. Um, warm colors make me anxious. I don't want warm colors in my house. Um, you know, like knowing those things mm-hmm. really, really helps because, um, Otherwise we end up doing what you just said, right? You're like, oh, I like this. And then it doesn't go or mm-hmm. a month later, you don't like it anymore or whatever. And then you're trying to like, you know, buy something new again. And I yes. feel like that is, um, that's one of like the biggest struggles I feel like everyone has. It really is. And I used to, you know, I like a trend every once in a while for homes. I don't really follow trends with clothes or anything like that. I don't really keep up with that, but I love like design trends. I really enjoy decorating a home and designing a home, but I also know that my style changes just Mm -hmm. like the trends. So when I used to buy things, gray was huge for a while. Everything gray. My bedding was gray. The couch pillows were gray. The throw blankets were gray. Just gray walls, like just a lot of gray for a while for people. And now I am so over the gray trend. (laughs) I want nothing in my house to be gray. 
you wouldn't like my house. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it still looks beautiful, but for me, I don't relate to it anymore. I think probably because I had so much of it, I probably overdid it. Right. <laughs> um, so I've learned, okay, what can I keep? Like I can't go and buy a new comforter every time my taste changes. That's just silly. It's wasteful. So I have a beautiful white set and then we can change up the throw pillow cover. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could change the color or you know what? I have an orange throw blanket on my bed right now. If one day I want to pull the blue one out of the closet, I can do that. Like keeping mm-hmm. the basics the same and then bringing in different things. So for example, in my living room, you know, right now it's very neutral, um, cozy, dark woods. Well, if I ever want to change it up and bring in a little bit of color, well, I'm going to change the coffee table book right now. It's black and it has like, um, warmer tones to it. Well, I'm going to throw my pink coffee table or pink book on the coffee table and brighten it up. Or I'm going to bring in some yellow flowers, like changing it up in little ways that you don't have to waste your money is awesome to me. So keeping the staples pretty neutral for the most part, and then being able to bring hints of whatever you're into during that time, I think is my number one, like lesson learned, learned from wasting so much money. Yeah, I feel like I am beginning to be able to agree with that as well, where it's like, um, I'm still in a phase of like figuring out the basics, like the staple type of Mm -hmm. concepts, you know, whether it's the colors or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'm still not really good at adding to it. Um, But that is the next, you know, step. But I feel like the important thing to creating a space that you want to be in and feels like Mm -hmm. you is like figuring out like the big things first. You know, I feel like we get so wrapped up in the little details. Yeah. And for me personally, like I don't really have any little details in my house and I love it, you know? And that whatever works for you is really what we're trying to say that for me, if you walked into my house, I think you would think, okay, it's pretty clean. It's we're, we're pretty much clean people only for the sake that if my house is cluttered, I don't function as well. So at night I try and do like a 15 minute cleanup or in the morning I'll try and just straighten up quickly. Um, It's not always deep cleaned. Don't hear me wrong. (laughs) But I try and keep my house. Like if someone walked in, I think they would think, okay, it's pretty clean. It's pretty organized. And it's kind of like a balance between neutrals and then little pops of like fun. And to Mm -hmm. me, that's kind of my, like, that's reflective of me. That makes sense in my opinion. And so, for example, we have um, a couple that we know who are really close to, and I walk into their house, and it's very, there's a lot going on, but it's all cohesive to their personalities. Mm. It makes sense. It's cozy to them. And so people's homes, it doesn't need to be neutrals. Yours can be wild, bright colors or prints or fun things. And if that speaks to you and that makes you feel the best in your home, do that. Yep. Yeah, I'd agree. And yeah, that's the thing is like figuring out like what that base is for you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't have to be a neutral color. It doesn't have to be gray. It doesn't have to be white. It doesn't have to be brown, yeah. you know, but whatever it is that like you love, like I've, I've finally, you know, over the last couple of years come to terms with the fact that I love blue, like blue makes me so happy. It makes me feel calm. It makes me feel like I've got my crap together, you know? <laughs> and, um, so I go with it, you know, yeah. and thankfully Cosmos, doesn't care. So there you go. You know, this is fine. Um, 
Now, if so, it was hot pink, he may care a little bit. He might. I don't know, but maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. Oh, maybe he wouldn't. That conversation. I but, know. Um, yeah, just figuring out like what, like pick one thing that you like and start there, you know? Now, the part that I really want to end on um, with everyone, and Maggie, you can tell me if there's anything else you wanted to make sure we hit on. I think our bedrooms, for the most part, um, I assume both of ours are similar in the way that it's clean, simple cozy and that's it. I don't think we really need to get into too much detail about our bedrooms. You already mentioned some awesome things. Was there anything else you wanted to add to that? Yeah, there were a few things I was thinking of. Um, One, this is relevant to my bedroom just because this is the piece that we're doing it with right now, but Mm -hmm. kind of a combo like making a space fit you and also budget friendly. Like for example, we just got a new bed and we had a queen size bed and now we got a king size bed. So we needed a new bed frame. And (laughs) so we bought the mattress, which was, like I said, that was like our first like real adult home, you know, like (laughs) purchase. Purchase. And um, so we were like, all right, now we need to go get a bed frame and we were going shopping and I was like oh my goodness these are so expensive like I just don't want to pay this much money for one of these so um, I started Facebook marketplace shopping and I found one um, in my town somehow and um, it was gray but I want I love a white bed frame in my house all of my like windows and doors and everything's white um so i like you know i have white nightstands i wanted a white bed frame so we're just painting it it was a hundred dollars on facebook marketplace just throw some coats of paint on there and now it feels like me like it feels like my house i didn't spend a lot of money and it's not done yet but i'm very excited for it to be done i love that in there um and that is something that really um I know I mentioned it a bunch of times, but like a lot of my house is Facebook marketplace and then just like changed a little bit. You know, I really love us. that. I'm like laughing in a way because every summer, whenever I go to visit my family, um, we're from the Catskills area in New York. So if anyone's familiar, is like yard sale central. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are some good <laughs> yard sales in that area. And so anyways, I'm laughing because I'll go with my mom sometimes in the summer. And anytime I'm visiting her, you'll find me in her backyard, like sanding down a piece of furniture and painting it and redoing it. And like, I've made her do that. Really, I've made my brother finish the projects for me way too many times, (laughs) but I don't underestimate that. So I'm so happy you said that. Like, even if you find a piece that doesn't feel like you, like one time I found this, um, end table that was the most beautiful end table. Unfortunately it broke, but it was just an ugly color. It was an ugly shade. So, but I loved the look of it. It was almost like Coliseum, like looking like a bunch of different columns on this table. Uh And I painted it Navy blue Mm. and it was beautiful. Oh my gosh. So that's such a good point that even if you find something at a yard sale or a thrift store that just doesn't feel like you paint it, painting is therapeutic in and of itself. (laughs) Stain it. Like, you know, our coffee table was gifted to us and I stained it a different color so that it felt a little more like me. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I love that. Okay. Anything else for the bedroom? Um, I think like we mentioned before, like for me, the things that make my bedroom feel very cozy and um, not full of distractions are, you know, not having my TV in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't bring my phone in there ever. I know we love talked that. about that before. Wow. Um, I have ginormous plants on both end tables or like, you know, nightstands. Yep. Um, 
And I actually, yesterday I took all my plants outside. It was like cloudy and raining, like not hard rain. So I just put them all outside and they got a nice shower and they were all very happy. But I was looking around my house and I was like, oh my God, my house is so empty. Like where did it all find oh plants? Like gosh, I need my so plants funny. in the house. Um, so that for me is something that, um, you know, really makes my space feel just like calming. So for me, it's like less of like the warm coziness. It's more like, how can we get as calm as possible? To I calm love that. My like state, of my running state of being. Yes. <laughs> I really, really like that. Okay. I think I'm going to end the bedroom portion for me on, um, really, I have the most dim, um, nightstand lights that I put on for reading and I have, um, a fake plant in my bedroom. I'm not good with real plants. So as you heard me say, I cut them down from outside. I bring them inside for a vase. And then when they're dead, I throw them out (laughs) or I have dried plants. So dried out lavender and whatever the dried out something is on my coffee table. (laughs) Um, Maggie is more responsible clearly in the pant department. Yes. Um, I, yeah, somehow all the plants are very happy. They all grow to be very large. Love it. Um, I have like a little, a lot of little babies growing, you know, so I don't know so how fun. my dad had plants all over the house too. And I think that's kind of why I like it. Cause I grew up mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I went a long time without any plants. And then actually our old neighbor, they, um, she has so many plants, like their whole lawn, they don't live there anymore, but it's all landscape. Like she did really? everything, like planted everything. And so she had all these plants and um, it was a summer and she was like, oh, like I can't bring all these back inside. I ended up with too many, like, do you want them? And she gave me like 10 plants and I was like, okay, yeah. And I was like, I don't know what to do with these. And so I just you like- found a space. it out and now I'm a crazy plant lady and it's great. I- <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. So yes, last thing for the bedroom for me was lighting, calm, cool, easy. I think that's the what is that? The like name of this podcast, like calm, cool, like yeah. tones and just chill and whatever works for you, do that in your space because your space is reflective of you. And like we said, you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it, but putting a little bit of intention behind each space and what the purpose of it is, I think can make a difference every day. Yeah, I would agree. Um, A little bit of intention and just like trusting yourself, you know, because whatever it is that you feel like you like, you mm-hmm. like it and that's all that matters. It doesn't exactly. matter if someone comes into your house and is like, oh my gosh, I hate your house. They don't live there. It doesn't matter, you know? So true. And whoever um, said that to you, if they walked in their house, I don't know if I'd want them in my house. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. Imagine. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel like, you know, give yourself a little bit more credit because even though you feel like you don't know what the heck you're doing, like I've been there, you know? And then like once I just started to be like, okay, I like this. Okay, I like this, mm-hmm. you know? It it all starts to feel like you very, very quickly. So true. I love that. The other thing that you mentioned that I did want to talk about is it kind of ties back into, um, you know, our mental health and feeling um, as best as we can in our space is keeping it tidy, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that's super important for me too is right now my house is not that tidy and I'm going a little cry-cry, you know? Like I'm just like, uh, I need to, you know, straighten this up. And like you said, that doesn't mean like deep cleaning. I do not deep clean my house all the time by any means. Um, But 
it's service level. <laughs> yes. It's organized. And that makes such a humongous difference for me in feeling um, my best in my space, right? It makes me want to be there. It makes me able to do whatever it is that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing in that space, right? Cooking in my office, relaxing, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Um, and that is one thing that before like that would be my first suggestion before even like trying to change anything or, um, you know, looking for something new or painting a piece or anything like that is like, just organize it. Yes. And declutter it. I can't tell you how many times if I have too much going on, I can't stand it. I love that we're ending the episode, um, with this topic because I think it's true. And I wasn't always like that in college, actually, even you can ask my roommate, um, roommates probably I was messy my side of the room was always a hot mess like I was not a clean and organized person always Mm -hmm. um and now I've just learned in my own space now that it's mine and I run you know the way it functions it has to be tidy or I am not now it's almost a habit right and if it's out of whack I'm out of sorts Yes, I would agree. I feel like that's like a transition that most people make. And if you haven't made that yet, look out, it's coming for you. You know, like if you're still in the, like my space is a mess. Um, I would, I would encourage you to try to transition to keeping it tidy Mm -hmm. because it will really change so many aspects of your life. And sometimes you don't feel like keeping it tidy. So I try and make it fun. I'll set an alarm or the new thing on Instagram is that tap to clean. That is so motivating for me. Um, I've done that a couple of times or my new thing. um, I have a free trial right now with Hulu for live TV to see if I want live TV. So I haven't had commercials in a long time, but right now I do. And my new thing at night lately is if I'm watching a show, every commercial, I like run around my house as fast as I can during the commercial time before the show starts again to clean up. Mm. So like the other night I was watching a show that I was really enjoying and it was a commercial and I was like, okay, I can probably, you know, put all the dishes away and wash like two dishes before I get back for the show. Or I could probably make my lunch super fast before the show starts. Like little things to make it fun, but cleaning and organizing your space. Cause to me, that's crucial. Yes. I do those things too. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes. I'm going to have all this done before then. And then, you know, once you start moving, I talk about this all the time, like in like the fitness coaching, like side of my business. But, um, once you start moving, it's so much easier to continue doing whatever so it is. So true. It's right? a Like just thing. get up and everything else will be fine. So like, mm-hmm. even if I set a timer for 10 minutes and I'm not done, I'm not going to stop cleaning. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, this is making me feel better. Um, so I'm just going to finish yes. this now. You know, and even if you didn't, it's so true. And even if you didn't finish, well, you did more than you would have. You know what I mean? Like, I really like this episode. I think this was fun. Yeah. And yeah, that would be the first place I would start before even worrying about spending money or anything like that. Like, you know, declutter Declutter. and organize. Yep. I love that. Okay. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Are you all set? I think it's like an hour episode, so I feel bad. I think I've said a lot of things. <laughs> How did we make an hour-long episode out of this topic? We just kept going and going. Yeah, I don't think it's been quite an hour. Oh, we'll okay. See. I might be yeah. crazy then. I think we're good because we started a little late. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is fun. I like these non-traditional episodes every now and again, and we'll find out if you guys do. Let us know what you think about this one. What do they say? Rate, subscribe, review. Let us know your thoughts. Find us on Instagram at the Meg and Maggie podcast or Maggie, what's your new one? Tell everybody where your new handle is. Uh, Callow underscore fitness is my fitness page. And then Maggie Callow is my 
my personal page. Yes, yeah, so separating find us. everything. Yeah. yeah, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Just like your house. Right. Has everything has its own. Everyone space. has a box. <laughs> Can you see the perfectionist coming out in us? <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.